Thanks for listening to Jets Fifth Quarter Coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the 98.7 ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And keep listening to the home of Jets football, 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Injury-wise, um, uh, uh, Quincy is dealing with a, a deep bruise in his calf. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, Wesco dealing with a knee. Uh, we'll have more updates tomorrow. Coach, overall, can you talk about the performance of your defense shutting down Houston to less than 40 yards the entire second half? Yeah, and 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 you know what? The uh, even in that first half, thought we were playing very well. There was two third downs that I, I know we all want back, um, especially third and longs. That the the zero that uh, resulted in the touchdown, and then the uh, the goal ball. But aside from those two plays, I thought the guys showed a lot of resilience. I thought there was a there was a lot of sudden there was a sudden change out there in the second half where. Uh, we knocked them out of field goal range. Um, I, I, I thought they were fantastic. I thought Albrick and his staff did great. I thought the players, again, they're getting better, and uh, I thought this was a good one. What has changed defensively for you guys? Because it wasn't too long ago that we were talking about some of those struggles you guys were dealing with. Yeah, there's, you know what, um, when you when you look from a back end standpoint, um, especially at that safety position, when we had the injuries that we had, just the continuity and the and trying to get these guys to just play. Uh, you know, put them on repeat, if you will, in terms of just doing the same things over and over again and give them a chance to just go execute. Uh, again, I thought, I feel like Brick and his staff have been steadfast in just making sure that we, we remain constant and keeping things simple for our guys. And uh, as they grow, um, you know, you look at Ashen who came in and he's got, I think this is his fourth game in a row now where he's been able to stay on the field and and um, he's been playing with Elijah Riley, who I think this was his third, uh, second start. And uh but um, either way, just just a lot more continuity in the back end, and uh, obviously the D line got after it today too, so that always helps. What did you think of how Zach looked? And was his knee bothering him towards the end? No, he was he was fine. Obviously, there's a little rust there after a month, but um, I thought he managed the game well. Uh, you know, I thought again the offense was was running the heck out of the football, and um, and he was doing a good job on third down. So it was. You know, it was, it was just a good day of managing the game. So, when he, on, when he was escaping the pursuit, where it looked like he tweaked his knee, the doctors were looking at it on the sideline. Yeah, um, he he was fine. He checked out fine. So this was seemed to be another one of those games, like earlier, where he maybe looked a little amped up early. Those short passes were, were a little bit too much, much mustard on them or not. But that that early drive in the second half. He looked like a completely different player. What, what did you see from first half to second? Uh, you're, you, you hit hit the nail on the head. He he throws those little uh, little rockets. Uh, <laughs> so he he'll figure all that stuff out. But I, I thought you know for the most part, you know we get that turnover to start the game. Offense gets down there. Uh, we're able to get a field goal out of it, and then we kind of hit a lull uh, there where there was a lot of three and outs and uh, defense battling. Gave up a couple of touchdowns, but that drive before the half. Uh, was huge. I thought they did a great job. They 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 worked all the way down the field, scored that touchdown. We get a chance to lap them, which we did, uh, which is big. And um, but in that second half, just the again, he he made the plays he needed to make, and the offensive line did a great job opening up seams for our running backs. And uh, uh, gather, I think we we're averaging over four and a half a clip. So it was it was a really good day offensively. Just quickly add to that that first drive of the second half, he hit a couple he hit a couple passes to the Elijah. It looked like he just looked like almost liberated on those passes. They were they were zipped in, they were accurate. Yeah, the seemed different to you there. I mean, no, it, you know, he um on the first one to allows with a twenty two yarder on the uh, uh read concept was really good. Obviously off the play action pass and then the uh the um I believe the second one came on zero they had a zero pressure and he was able to get it into him 
had a, had a good one to Barrios also on the zero pressure. So uh, he he was seeing he was seeing the field well in the second half, and uh, it's definitely something to build off of. Robert, um, back from the funnel, what he said about um, just he looks like a different quarterback. It seemed like just two tails where Zach is in rhythm, doesn't want to go to the ball, he's able to be efficient. But there's times where like he gets a little bit indecisive. Struggles a bit. So, what do you think is the reason behind that? It's being a rookie. You know, like um, we said, the, the the objective in this game was to try to get him as comfortable as possible early. Uh, he's shown that when he comes out of the locker room in the second half, he's comfortable. He sees the field. He's he's basically gotten a chance to see what the defense has given him. And uh, um, so, the objective was try to get him comfortable earlier. Uh, felt like we we were finally able to do that midway through the second quarter on that last on that uh, first touchdown drive that we had. But um, you know that's that's just going to be his growing pains in terms of being able to recognize things, trust what trust your week's worth of preparation. But as he sees the game and he's starting to see coverages and player demeanor and all that stuff, he gets more comfortable and obviously he becomes more decisive. So um, it's just going to be one of those deals that as he gets older and as he gets more reps, he'll get a lot better at it. Robert, what did you see from Austin He's a fire plug. Uh, uh, spark plug, whatever you want to call it. He's uh, he's got a lot of uh, initial. Qui- he's got great initial quickness and burst, and um, similar to to Michael in his running style. And uh, uh, we felt like his his couple of weeks that he's been here since he's been able to get back to us. Obviously, he missed uh, the first few with the, with the injury being on IR and all that. But uh, he's he's a good back, and he's proven that when when he's able to run the ball, he's he can create explosive plays and. Uh, uh, just having that burst, that juice, that energy that uh, comes from him, uh, thought it would be a, a good addition. Robert, there was a lot of focus last week on JFM on how he ended the game today. Interception, you know, at the beginning of the game, two sacks. What kind of lift did he give you guys? Oh, he's he, he's uh, he's worth his weight in gold. Uh, JFM is, and uh, you know, but you know, too much given, much expected, right? So he's he knows he knows the standard that he's he had. He has a very high standard for himself, and. Uh, and I know he was beating himself up all week for that uh, for that play, but at the same time, he comes out to practice every single day. He works his butt off, and he he's working his tail off on game day. And it was really cool for him to get the production he got. Could you take us through the two fourth down decisions there at the end of the game? Yeah. Um, so the uh, uh, the fourth and five. Obviously, there was we're we're in position right there. We're in a little gray area. Uh, uh, it was fifty fifty dealer's choice. Just just wanted to go with it. Uh, the second one, we were getting ready to kick that field goal. And uh, Lafleur was adamant that he had a play call to get the first down, and so burned the timeout, put the offense back on, and he he proved it right. So, the play calls, the two point conversion scenario there. What, why go there? What was the thought? And, and was that a similar situation where you just thought you could play? Uh, same thing. Um, we really liked our two point play, but at the same time, it was to get it to three points. Take a couple more. Sala on that. Um, I think my first drive um, where. You guys had to up a field goal. It seemed like third and two or third, third and goal. Um, Elijah told me Zach tried to hit Elijah on a, on a whip route, but you know there's pressure. What, what, from your perspective, went wrong? With so we we got to be better in protection. Obviously, there there should have been, God, with all the action that we had, there should have been that, that dude should have been doubled, almost tripled, and. Uh, and he should have got it to Keelan in the back of back of the end zone. There's wide open, but uh, uh, poor uh, protection breakdown right there, and that's kind of what happened. So, how about just from you and just the perspective of snapping the three-game losing streak, and, and what does it do for the team psyche after so much negativity have been accumulating over the last few weeks just to get the win? It, it's the same thing, and uh, with regards to 
ignoring the noise, ignore the praise, ignore the criticism, and just focus on keeping the main thing the main thing. And that's getting better every week, building the foundation that we're building and, and understanding that this organization is going to get somewhere, and it's going to get somewhere quick. But uh, but the main focus is showing up to work, doing everything we can to, to get a little bit better and find ways to finish this season strong. So. I know you guys are, are going to enjoy this one. For the last two, not to be a wet blanket, but the last two times you guys won, the next game didn't go so well. So is that going to be a point of emphasis this week to kind of you know, keep the momentum going and not have that setback? Or will you change things differently this week to kind of not have that setback that you had previously? No, we, so consistency is the truest measure of performance, right? So you're either consistently bad or consistently good or consistently inconsistent. But uh, there's, the, there's a standard that we have to be able to achieve day in and day out. And especially being a young team, it's not about changing things up. It's understanding how to be a professional ignore the outside noise and show up to work and keep the main thing the main thing go line by line play by play uh, minute by minute moment by moment and just try to find ways to get better and then when game day comes you do everything you can to play your absolute best and you trust the result will be in your favor but uh to changing stuff up that's the the focus is just is exactly what it's going to be it's and and that we plan on having for as our standard for years to come so last one cause what did what did you see robert from your run game today obviously it was michael carter but it seemed like one of your best games on the ball. Yeah, um, uh, JB, obviously, uh, John Benton put together a really cool plan and uh, credit to the old line. They were, um, you know, one of the challenges that we had this week for them is this our, the, for, for the offense was uh, uh, urgency and, uh, and physicality at the line of scrimmage. And um, felt like we were able to do that and getting a lot of push, creating a lot of creases. And I thought the backs did a good job finding those creases and hitting it, uh, hitting it strong and, and getting vertical and getting yards. So, um, a really good day in terms of the uh, Lafleur leaning on them and uh, and them responding with the with the way they blocked up front. Thanks for listening to Jets fifth quarter coverage. For more locker room reaction, subscribe to the ninety eight point seven ESPN New York Jets podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and keep listening to the home of Jets football ninety eight point seven ESPN.